You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 461. WWDCTF. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hey everyone and welcome to my map podcast 461 with the G-Men. That's Guy over there in a the good old US of E and little old me here in the UK. Hey guess. <laughs> How's you Guy? How are you doing? Well, oh. no, 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 no. I better not ask actually. Because yeah. oh. people, we are recording a little later tonight and um, it, uh. I've told Guy it doesn't matter. I've told him just to chill out. I've told him, <sighs> don't swear. I've told him, that's it. It's not a problem. So, Son of a female show. dog. <laughs> excrement, excrement. No, 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 no. Come on, come on. Now, well, you know, may as well tell him. Uh, we, we actually were going to start recording this show about uh, like an hour ago. And then just as I was sitting down, I was getting ready to fire up Skype. I get a call from my son, Peter. Now, he's going to... It's it's like a, a local high school theater awards program uh, called the Cappies, and the play that he was in, uh, which they did Young Frankenstein, which was I mean just it was an amazing show, and Peter played in, Inspector Kemp, you know, and he was he was he was like marching all over the stage like he had a wooden leg and a wooden arm and a a monocle, not sorry, not a monocle, a um, eye patch, but there was like a monocle in the middle of the eye patch, I and mean, it was really really bizarre. But the, the show itself was 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 just wonderful, and uh, they they I think they're going to pretty much sweep the uh, the cappies in the in the musical department. Just be, I you know and you know obviously no amount of um, of bias on my part, seeing how it was my son in the play. But anyway, um, now he had prom on Friday night, so he had a tuxedo for that, and uh, he wanted to to keep the tux so. That, he could go to the award show tonight in a tuxedo. I was like, okay, fine. So, and I haven't told, I haven't told you about this yet, guys, about 10 minutes before we, we're going to leave. He's wearing the tux and he comes frantically downstairs. And he's like, because I had all the pants in the washing machines. I, I think I left my wallet in, in my, my shorts that I, have you started to wash them yet? And I'm looking at this like soggy dripping mess. That's, you know, still being agitated in the washing machine. It's like, Oh God. And then he starts trying to pull them out. And now it's all like soapy and all the rest of that. And he's wearing a tux. And I'm like, I've rented tux even better. I'm like, just get away from the washing machine. Because if you screw this tux up, I have to pay for it. Just, just get away. So I, I, I find his, his, his wallet. And of course, it, it's like completely sopping wet. Hand it to him. And he goes running upstairs for paper towels or, or whatever it is he was going to use to try to dry it. And. Finally, we get into the car, and, and I'm, I'm rushing down there because it's coming up on 4.30, which is when we said we were going to do the podcast. Drop him off, come back to the house, and, and I'm getting all set up. I've got I've got Audio Hijack Pro going. I've got Soundboard up. Uh, you know, I'm doing some final things with the show notes. When I get a text from Peter going, I think I left my ticket to the award show in the car. And, and as soon as he said that, I, I immediately sent... A tweet to Gaz, 
and the 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 content of which I can't really say on the show because <laughs> this, is, this is a family friendly show. Uh, but well, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes uh, there were there were lots of words in there that I I wouldn't normally say in polite company. So, but it was it was just like you know, really, yeah. And, and it wouldn't have been that bad if my wife Tracy had been here. But but she's off doing this this you know once a month she goes up to upper uh, upper part of of Maryland for this class related to um, uh, horticulture horticulture what is what what is that called just horticulture okay horticulture so she's up doing that and so she's not home so it wasn't like I could just you know give her the ticket and say you know go and be fruitful and multiply getting this ticket over there. So, um, oh, now I just saw a weird tweet from woodpad.co.uk. Right. And you must have put something out saying that we were getting ready to do the, the podcast. I bet you did. <laughs> they are did. revving their engines, waiting for the lights to go out, and they're off. The James Turner, woodpad.co.uk, writes, in bed. So, uh, James, you might well be in bed. We just started recording. Anyway, so that's 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 like just been my little bit of insanity that's been going on. But what's going on with you, Gaz? Well, pretty much uh, same insanity, really, when it comes to the use of this GoPro. Um, I'm <laughs> it's giving me it's been giving me a real headache to to be perfectly honest with you. Mainly because I'm swinging between the, I've had a bit of a problem because yesterday we went for a big um, 12 mile walk. Well, right. Big, it was a 12 mile walk and it was along uh, a canal. So, you know, relatively easy, although there are one or two hilly were, parts. Where were, we the, were there a lot of people there? <clears throat> um, a few. Yeah, quite. It was quite busy in places. Yes. Yes. Lots of boats on there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, And then while all that's going on, Gaz, who, who, who doesn't want to be around all these people. <laughs> Go ahead. Guy still trying to be funny. Trying. <laughs> um, anyway, on the walk to Stoke Brewing, so we walked from Northampton to Stoke Brewing, which is um, quite a famous canal point actually and they're having a gala next weekend so if you're in the if you're a big boating well, if you're a big boating enthusiast and canal narrowboat enthusiast you probably wouldn't know about it but it's next weekend hey or is it the weekend after i don't know look I'll in your diaries there. look in your diaries anyway on the walk out to Sopra, and i took a time lapse um photography with a gopro i'll put it you know i've got the uh uh the block which you clip into the um uh, what's the word i'm looking for but all my worms have gone tonight i don't know i don't know anyway you're talking about for time lapse yeah the camera i, I fix it into the uh, the frame onto the onto my uh, you're not talking about the sd card no no God, shut up will you just let me finish <laughs> <laughs> i'm struggling enough without you interrupting me <laughs> Anyway, I fixed the guy, the GoPro onto my rucksack, ah. and on the way to uh, Stoke Bruin, I took time lapse every two seconds. And on the way back, I thought, well, I'll test it out and take video on the way back. Well, of course, video uh, took as much when it came to, if not more, when it comes to battery life. 
really drained it uh, quite a lot more. Somebody said that it was quite efficient, but uh, they were two separate batteries, so you know I'm not being totally fair uh, here on the life of the battery. But um, it was very much shorter, so that kind of indicates to me if I'm going to take uh, use the GoPro to do the big walk and and take uh, imagery, it would be better if I take you know time lapse. Yeah, sounds um, like it. Rather than using video, because when I looked at the video, um, which there was about 12 gig, and it was only two and a half or two hours, well, it was less than two hours because it didn't last that long. Um, there was, you know, that's a lot of video to then deal with afterwards. Uh, but equally, there was around 6,000 um, photos. So I'm thinking, okay, okay, fine. You know, wh- whichever way I go, I'm going to have a lot of data to deal with. Sure, but I was quite liking the uh, photographs because on two seconds that gives me a much smoother um, transition from one photograph to the next when you're actually creating a video with them. Well, at at two seconds, <coughs> you're basically looking at about a second of images uh, per minute. Yeah. Yes. Yes. At yes, thirty correct. frames a second. Correct. Correct. At thirty frames a second, but but it, it so it looks a lot smoother. However, um, a lot of the image the images came out on this GoPro. Uh, it was it's, this is a version two. It's not the latest version, not the three. Uh, a lot of the images actually were very underexposed. Now I don't want to turn them into iPhoto, and I could actually get the exposure up to a reasonable. Uh, amount, but there's no way I'm going to be able to do that on 6,000 photos unless there's an automatic <laughs> way to actually. So I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm going to have to deal with the video. So I then looked at the video, and on the video is exactly the problem that I thought I was going to have. And that is the slight step that you take always moves because it's on my rucksack, which is very tight on my yeah. uh, over my shoulder. You have a slight upward step when you take your step. You know, you, you don't walk along on the horizontal plane, unless you're some sort of weirdo, of course, which there could well be. Um, (laughs) But so it's very jerky when you're walking along. It just rises and drops, rises and drops, which when you watch it at normal pace is perfectly fine. You know, the video, good quality, good exposure, and it looks absolutely great. However, nobody wants to sit and watch a video (laughs) that's as long as the walk that we're going to be doing, which could be anywhere between four and six to seven hours, right? Well, what you have so, to do is, uh, is have it finished in, uh, in IMAX. So, yeah. People will watch anything right. in IMAX. That's right. So what, so what I was going to do was obviously speed it up. Well, when you speed it up, that slight rise and fall when you're taking the step is it senuate, extenuated? Right. Ex- Extenu- that is extenuated? Uh, yeah, that word. That's that word. <laughs> So, you know, you're watching a video and you're bouncing up and down. Your eyes are, you know, it's actually making you feel a bit sick. So I then tried in iMovie to use the stabilization um, that you can put in there. And although it makes a slight improvement, it's still not good enough. Well, you can adjust that too, by the way. No, I've tried it all. Oh, really? I tried it. I tried it all. It just wasn't working for me. So I thought, well, okay, so video really is going to be out because unless I can get a really good stabilization, uh, process, which actually I've got a program which I've had for a long time called Elasti, E-L-A-S-T-Y, um, which is about, I think it's about 20 or $30, I think. It might even be a bit more. But I've had it 
for a long, long time. And I was looking for software which would be stabilization software, which would possibly do a better job than the iMovie stabilization software. And Elasti came up and I thought, hang on a minute, I've got a, I've got a, a license for that. So I threw one of the videos, just the 600 meg videos that I'd got, rather than the three or four gigs that I'd got, <laughs> into Elasti and let it do its thing, which obviously takes some time. And it does a very good job. But the problem is it then pixelates a lot of the, uh, you know, mm. the, uh, the imagery because it's obviously stabilizing it and it has to pixelate over and, yeah, and it just doesn't look as good. Now, on a smaller screen and if you make the video smaller, that's great. It's, you, you know, it's less noticeable. But I wasn't happy. So I'm thinking video is definitely not going to be the way to go. However, I've got this major problem because I then did a search for the GoPro 2 and there were lots of complaints about, <clears throat> in fact, they said anything under two seconds, you've got this underexposed issue. Oh. And I'm thinking, oh my word, what am I going to do here? So, well, is, there, is there like a, a patch for it or, or any kind of well, firmware? Well, to- yes, yes, there is. There is a firmware update, which I've now updated the, the GoPro. I did that, earlier, did that earlier today to the latest software for that particular version, uh, that particular model. Uh, and it, it may be that it never been had a, never had a firmware update. So I'm going to be trying it again to see whether that fixes the underexposure. Because th- there's just no way that I can go through the whole process and, you know, fix each of those right. photos unless there's an automated process well well actually, there is well there is yeah and there's a very good way of doing it actually in final cut pro 10 however that's quite that's, a lot of yeah. it's quite a lot of money a lot of money for me i've <laughs> often thought about getting when it when it reduced in price to 200 pounds i did think you know i'd really like to get hold of that now and play with it but i really can't justify spending that mu- you know that amount of money on it However, if I'm going to be doing this on a regular basis, and if because you know over the next few years we are, I am thinking about doing quite a lot of these, um, that could be the way to go. Because I sent it to uh, a guy called Ewan Rankin, um, oh, who yeah. said he I, I get on quite well uh, with him. I've actually been on the uh, British uh, Mac uh, pet podcast a couple of times, and he said send. He gave me a, um, a, an app pick, which I'm actually going to come up with it later. It's going to be my pick. Um, he said, use this, create the video, your, you know, the uh, time-lapse video, because previously I'd been doing it in um, QuickTime 7. Right. However, when I imported these photos into QuickTime 7, for some reason it was giving me a black screen. And even the GoPro software was giving me a black screen. It wasn't showing me the imagery. So I thought, there's something, there's something going on here. Anyway, this piece of software that he recommended to me, it, was, it cost £2.99. I'll tell you all about this later. Okay. Um, but it was very quick. And I created a .mov movie of the walk, uh, which had very different contrasts on some photos. Because the, prob- the problem I had was sometimes the GoPro, um, in, in a sequence of photos which were all very similar, you'd suddenly get a correct or even overexposed image. And I've got no, you know, I don't know why. So it could just be the firmware. Anyway, anyway, I sent the, the movie to him. I'd shrunk it down because obviously a full movie was going to be about four gigabytes. So I, I, I decreased it in size, sent it to him, and he sent it back. Pretty damn quick, I can tell you. He popped it in Final Cut Pro 10 um, and made an adjustment across the whole of the, vid- the video. Now, some sequences are still not up to where I'd like them to be, 
but it was a damn sight quicker and it's done a pretty good job. There's still a bit, little bit of pixelation on there, but it's done a good job of, you know, giving me something that I can now work with. So I've now got Final Cut Pro 10 sitting there going, buy me, me, buy feed me, feed me now. <laughs> So we'll, you know, <coughs> oh, excuse me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again and just try whether this firmware and see whether this firmware uh, update has fixed it. Or some people have said over two seconds, so a five second sequence. And I must admit, a five seconds yeah. sequence could but, be okay. But a five second sequence, I think you're going to have the same problem you did with the ten second sequence, where it's well, just, you're just you've not, just gone too far. No, well, I'm not so the, sure. The, the two I'm not exposures. So sh- I'm not so sure. We're gonna. We're, I'm, I'm gonna give it a, a try, and we'll see. We'll, well see. what you know, you need for this, you need a theme song. Gazes <laughs> yeah. walk mostly clean. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, before before we get yeah, on, so that that went on a long time. It, 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 listeners, hello, wake up, still there? <laughs> yeah, still there? And turned off. And I actually have I have one other thing to ask everybody. Um, uh. Peter, my son, who has you know thoroughly hacked me off today. Well, it's his birthday coming up, and he's trying to figure out a way to get better audio into his consumer digital camcorder, which is a Canon. And I suggested, well, what you need is like an XLR interface so that you can use like a, a powered, you know, a, a microphone with phantom power that that's going to pick up a lot better than than the uh like the, the dynamic mics that you have to have your lips like you know you, you basically almost to have almost have to have the microphone implanted inside your throat for it to, to pick up pretty decent audio and you can't really do that when when you've got a microphone on a um uh, a boom stand that's sitting two three feet above you know your actor's heads so i'm, I'm trying to figure out what i'm going to do with that I'm, I'm not really sure the the best way to go about it but but we'll see. But if anybody has a good solution for getting an XLR microphone into like a one eighth inch jack, a powered XLR microphone into a one eighth inch jack of a, like a consumer camcorder, please let me know. I'd appreciate it. Okay, so this is not the guy and gas helps you. This is you help, help the guy, guy and gas. gas. <laughs> oh, oh, one. I I just saw this in the show notes. One last thing. Go on. Uh, I, you know, the last time I did, I, I tried out, um, I can't even think of the name of the site now where I was trying to do like a, a, a video and, and have people be able to call in and ask questions and things like that. Well, a lot of people suggested using Google Hangouts and, uh, what I've got down here, does it count as a hangout if you're alone? Probably not. Um, well, I, I tried using, uh, Hangouts native cause I, I wanted to get the audio from Chrome into GarageBand, and and you can set what output you want in Chrome. So you know you can. I was hoping I, I'd be able to use that to to shunt the audio even over into GarageBand, so like I could adjust the audio there. However, it wouldn't let me choose Soundflower sixty four as my output. It it had Soundflower two channel, but not the sixty four channel. So it was back to you know Audio Hijack Pro as really the only working solution regarding. Uh, routing audio in OS 10. So, so disappointing, but we'll see. And maybe someday I'll actually let people know when I'm going to do something like this. So even, even if it doesn't count as a, you know, an official, uh, startup of the Mac paired or whatever the hell I end up calling this stupid thing. Um, you know, we can just sit there and chat and I can, you know, check settings and all the rest of that. So I'll let people know through uh, Google plus or whatever. 
and we'll see what happens. Okay, cool. Well, it, uh, we are running a bit long, so perhaps we ought to get onto the uh, MyMac.com. Yeah, this is going to be a really long show. This is. Sorry, <laughs> we'll be, folks. We'll be giving our listeners a headache otherwise, won't we? <laughs> uh, well, I'll start off. Uh, okay. I'll first, tell you what, Guy. Yeah. Guy, you start off. I'll start off. Okay. First one is it's a review by uh, uh, Nam Gimo. It's the 7th, 8th, Fnatic Edition and Siberia V2 Cross platform headsets review uh many gamers like listening to music and many music lovers enjoy playing games serious gaming websites provide excellent gear reviews my mac is stronger on audio reviews so how good are steel series two best over-ear lightweight gaming headsets for music let's listen and look at the stylish 7f fanatic edition <laughs> and the retro tech retro tech Siberia V2 cross platform headsets. My Mac review ratings of seven out of 10 for the Siberia V2 cross platform headset and eight out of 10 for the seven, eight, seven H fanatic edition. Fanatic. And obviously as usual, John gives a pretty in-depth review. So go over and take, yeah. a, take a read, especially uh, that fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the listeners find out why you're saying fanatic. <laughs> Um, Distant Suns, open bracket, max, close bracket, dash, iOS, app review by Mavid M. Daklam. Daklam. <laughs> Today, the buzzword in education outreach is STEM, S-T-E-M, an acronym for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Certainly, STEM applies to the curriculum associated with earning the required credentials to be a professional astronomer. The Distant Suns, open bracket, max, close bracket, application, like many of the other astronomy applications, is not only entertaining, but is a good educational tool that fits nicely into my STEM education toolbox. Distant Suns, Suns, Distant Suns, <laughs> Stems and Suns. So David gives it a MyMac rating of 8 out of 10. Yeah, and you and this is a this is a product that you can buy, so you could almost call it a stem cell. <laughs> we are up. about to launch Stingray. <laughs> Next up is uh, Scott E. Vest Tropiv former jacket and vest. This is a review by John Nemo. This versatile multi-purpose jacket and vest. Oh, and it's from Scott E. Vest, so you know that it's good. Is a superior check and travel. Wait a minute. Is one of these? Wow! Holy! All I, did, all I did was copy and paste. <laughs> I know. I, no, no, no. It, it's not that it was it's written wrong. Reading. It's not that it was it's your reading. It was my reading. My brain is like going, "No, you're not allowed to read that correctly." Do you want me to read it? No, no. no I've got it. I've got this. <laughs> okay, go, go for it. I had to do it in a voice. I think this okay. versatile multi-purpose jacket and vest from Scotty Vest is one of the superior tech and travel garments ever made. The $150 you spend on the Tropiformer will be the best purchase you make for years to come due to its lightweight fabric, removable sleeves and hood, and a zillion pockets. Fit, feel, and finish are first rate. It gets a MyMac review rating as strong. 9 out of 10. Yeah, I've got to pick up on John, though. 
you know, John, you're known for accuracy. A zillion pockets? Really? Hey, I've got a zillion brain cells. Well, I had a zillion <laughs> brain cells. Yeah, I've got about four or five. Voila! And they're, screen... and they're working real hard tonight. Yeah, actually, they're getting really hot. Voila, <laughs> screen... <laughs> Turn up the <laughs> fan. Will you let me finish? Voila, screen <laughs> capture suite. This is a review by David Cohen. Does anyone remember Skitch? Developed by Plask. It was a light and simple app that allowed you to quickly take screenshots on the Mac and then annotate them easily with text, callouts and graphics. Skitch was acquired by Evernote a couple of years ago and has become more deeply integrated with their platform. It has refocused on document annotation and as such has lost a lot of its charm. However, Voila from Global Delight boldly takes up that mantle and aims to deliver a complete toolset for any Mac user needing to work with screen captures. And David gives it a MyMac Magazine rating of 8 out of 10. And I've got to agree with him there. I actually did a review of this application for uh, the Mac Reviewcast um, quite a few years ago, actually. Probably some I've lost my license. Kid. <laughs> I'm done with it, and because uh, I, I got it on. That's water. because you were you were you were drawing while drunk. It, probably, probably. You got so, a DUI, but, but I quite I quite like voila. Drawing well, under so. the influence. Will you let me finish? <laughs> In for okay, right. The next one's yours. Oh, 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 good, good. Yeah, Russian-looking words. I I love these companies that that put in letters that that aren't really supposed to be there, or leave letters out, especially vowels. It makes me feel like I'm back in Hawaii again. Uh, this is the Thule Perspective P E R S P E K T I V. That's yeah. clever. Messenger yeah, camera bag. Got that off quite well, actually. It's a review by Nam Segri. The Thule. Perspective messenger bag is a tote suitable for your daily commute or weekend overnighter. Perspective becomes more than a mere tote or duffel when you unzip its cover and realize that there's a well-padded removable compartment inside that can that can accommodate a digital single reflex camera DLSR with a 70 to 200 millimeter lens and battery grip attached. My Mac review rating of 7 out of 10. And the final article this week is... Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Xbox! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> Tech fan podcast, hash 120. <laughs> yeah, make sure you get the hash mark in there. People <laughs> won't know what you're talking about without the hash. <laughs> Perhaps the Wii U, which has had a very disappointing sale so far, has a chance after all. Microsoft just released more information on the Xbox One, and they seem to be in the business of screwing over customers. Plus, Black Sabbath! Exclamation mark, wait! Period, period, period. (laughs) Sorry, period, 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 yeah. Doesn't say dot, does it? Um, Because that's like like a whole different kind of move for Microsoft, isn't it? Well, I'm completely confused. Xbox 360, and now they're going back to Xbox One. I well, don't know. I, I just don't understand it. Well, I'm it's not. obviously 359 times not as good. I suppose 360, they've already come re- They've come all the way round, and they're starting again. Perhaps that's what they're thinking. Yeah, okay. 360 degrees, and we're starting again. Well, that would be zero. But who wants to call it the Xbox uh, Zero? Yeah, I suppose so. Anyway, 
Uh, moving <laughs> over to... No, it's not. No, it's not. It's 360. 360 yeah. would be zero. Yeah. Let's not have this discussion. <laughs> no, not now. Not now. Uh, from, from the G Plus community, uh, we, we have a couple new people. Uh, we welcome Jan Cooperman and Peter B to the My Mac Podcast G Plus community with open arms and pills that could be placebos, but probably aren't. Ah, sorry. Um, <laughs> Am I supposed to say this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As we said to Peter B, we nearly almost positively kind of certain that you most likely won't regret it entirely. No, not entirely. Uh, and we're not going to do that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, next up, John Nemo has asked us to remind the, the MyMac podcast listeners that if you have any writing skills, the MyMac website wants to hear from you, and that, that's how I got my start. And look where I am today. <sighs> All kidding aside, <laughs> writing, and, and this is serious, writing is one of the most satisfying things that you can do. And, and to see what you write in print with as big of an audience as the, the MyMac site has can be a really, really big rush. And honestly, I, I wish, and I've said this before, I wish I had more time to do it because I love writing. So if if you're a writer and you'd like to write for a site, uh, you know, get a hold of John Nemo. Nemo cool. at MyMac.com. Nemo at MyMac.com. That's Nemo, N-E-M-O, at. That's the at sign. Uh, you can find it on the British keyboard above the two. <laughs> MyMac.com. Did you I go a bit are, far there? You are in a mood tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, we got some feedback from an older podcast that Guy forgot to put in last week. Or maybe the week before. <laughs> yeah. And it read, it was from Greg Eleven Apple. Just discovered your show. Glad I found it. Regarding multiple iPhoto libraries, check out this app. It's really great. iPhoto Library Manager from Fat Cat Software. Well, I'll tell you what, Greg Eleven, get a move on and listen to the 460 <laughs> previous shows and you'll find that I've already picked it. No, good pick up there, Greg. Thanks very yep. much. Yep. That is great software. And I think, I think we've given away software licenses for that in previous sh- um, competitions we've had. Yeah, I, I think we have. And so, you know, uh, our, yeah. our 500th show is only uh, 39, <laughs> 39 yeah, shows like away. Something like that. Are you counting the zero? Um, <laughs> Ooh, no, we're going to go all the way around. <laughs> so glad, glad you're, uh, you found the show and glad. I hope you're enjoying it, Greg. Right, we're still. That's that's two listens we've got, isn't it? Now, uh, three because we had the the two that just joined. Oh, that was with G plus. Maybe they're not even listening. They just go to our community. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to those guys. I just like to write on write on their G plus community site. Uh, oh yeah, and, and actually, I forgot to say for any of you not listening, I did post that. The, oh yeah. The time-lapse video that I took uh, a couple of years ago uh, of the beach with the, the tide going out and coming back in and the clouds changing, I hadn't got online anywhere, but I have today posted it in the G Plus community. But actually, it's on Google. So it's not Google. It's on YouTube. So you should be able to find it in YouTube. If you type in Tregonhawk, which is T R E G O N. H-A-W-K-E, uh, which is in Whitsand Bay, W-H-I-T-S-A-N-D-B-A-Y, 
Cornwall. And if you type any of those in or those three combined together, you should be able to find it. Yeah, and they don't even look like they're CGI. Not at all. <laughs> we got some feedback from, oh, big surprise, from John Nemo. I don't know how to do CGI. <laughs> <laughs> John writes, very good comments and suggestions on this week's show. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he means our show. Please explain <laughs> to your listeners that the primary difference between Macintosh and iOS is that the Mac is a file and folder-based system, whereas iOS is an is a app-based system. Put that in your own words or correct me if I'm wrong, but that is how I view the user experience, one versus the other, Nemo. Yes, but it could all change after next week. After tomorrow. Well, that's next week. <laughs> well, Sunday could also be the... First day of the, uh, oh, you know what? That's, that's yeah. Okay. We it's really it's the first about. business day. Okay. That's what it is. The first business day. John, you are absolutely correct. See, for me, so right, let's have this discussion. Okay. No, yeah, for, sure. For, for let's me, hash some, this out, which okay. is just so, on the British keyboard, just above the number okay, two. This isn't the same for everybody because everybody has different beliefs. But if you're a Christian, Sunday is the rest day. A rest day is at the end of the week. You don't have a rest day before you start. Okay, so next week starts from Monday. Now, that is going to encourage some feedback. Well, I'm from Florida, and we have to start with a rest. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, Anyway. yeah. Uh, Some feedback from Twitter from uh, uh, If the Face Fits. Uh, He's asking, yeah, good old Fitz. He asks if the face fits. If the face fits. Ask if we guys have seen uh, the Kickstarter campaign called Recap allows you to record calls or record Skype calls incoming and outgoing. And yeah, I I, I had seen this, and as a matter of fact, um, you you saw some some feedback on that. From, yeah, from yeah, pocket size podcast. Uh, right from Scott. Uh, uh, from Scott, he said it looks to me like a phone call recorder still requ- requires a computer. Why not record Skype directly? And you was having similar thoughts, weren't you? Yeah, I mean that's what that's what call recorder does, and it, it just does it right from right from within Skype. So I'm not really sure exactly, you know, what the, the what the point of of this of this is. I mean, maybe it does more than that, and the guy just didn't know how to explain it. On his Kickstarter site, yeah, possibly, possibly. Yep. Yeah, um, it, 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 these Kickstarters do seem to crop up rather a lot now, and you know, it does seem like an it, an easy way to get money. But I think what will happen is we'll get to a point where people say, you know, just get the business going before I start spending money on you anymore. You know, it's uh, um, a way around it and a good way to start a business if you don't want to go to the bank and you've got a good idea. I understand it totally, but um, Lucy rather a lot of them. But anyway, anyway, yeah. good, good catch, Fitz. And uh, I think that is going to do it for what could possibly be one of the absolute longest first sections of the MyMac.com podcast. So I'm going to get us out of here, unless you got something go, else. Are we, go, are we going for breaking records then? I, well, not on purpose. It's just kind of the way it works sometimes. <laughs> uh, everyone, please stand by to stand by. And we'll be, um, um, damn, what are those last words? Right back. That was it. Right back. Well, too bad. You'll have to wait until we start again. Sorry.
of kitty warm kitty little ball of fur. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up what, here, Mark. What, what's going on, Kevin? You're singing the song Soft Kitty. That That's only for when somebody's sick and not feeling well. Oh, but I thought it'd be a great intro into the show. I mean, after all, people listening to us, they've got to be a little bit sick, don't they? That's true. We can't deny that. Especially if they want to hug a geek every week. I know. A little bit confusing. A little bit painful. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> but you know what? If you haven't listened to Geekiest Show Ever, simply go across to iTunes and type in Geekiest Show Ever, and you can listen to Kevin and me every single week. We're sick, we're twisted, but we have fun doing it. They're what's left when you throw out good taste and common sense. The G-Men on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome everyone to the second section of the MyMac Podcast, and I just realized... That well, guy, the, guy, you was asking me if there was anything else. I did, I did, and there was. There was, and and but I. But you didn't ask yourself, did I you? I didn't. No, I didn't ask myself. We actually got somebody called our Skype number. Thank you, right. thank and you, Mister Percy. No, I haven't heard this, and it, it's relevant. It's timely, and I, I think not only you, but our entire audience will appreciate the sentiments that this person gave on the Skype call. Which is seven zero three? Um, oh God, seven four three six nine five zero one. I knew that. I knew that. Anyway, here's the call. Hello, I'd like to order a meat lovers pizza with stuffed crust, and also a large Hawaiian with no pineapple on crispy crust, and two loaves of garlic bread for pickup. Can you please tell me what time that will be ready? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Dang it. What's the number of that chicken place? <laughs> okay. <sighs> so. How long, how long did it take you to deliver it? Uh, well, seeing how I didn't know who it was, uh, it, <laughs> I had to go basically door to door all over the country. <laughs> and they, I didn't get a tip because it was cold by the time I got it there. Uh, I'll tell you what, whoever sent that in. Thank you. You know who I think it was Gary Apter. I think that was Gary Apter, but I'm not okay. sure. Okay. Anyway, um, okay. <laughs> on, a, on a more serious note, because we are coming up on Ser- WWDC. Serious yep. Serious WWDCTF. That's what we're coming up on. And <laughs> the the thing is, by the time you hear this podcast, you'll already know what was announced because it's for us, it's tomorrow. And for you people listening, it, it's already happened. So it was yesterday. It was the day before. Yeah, <laughs> or even a week ago. <laughs> somebody listening to it a year it's, later. Well, WWDC some of, some of 2013. Some of our listeners actually it could be yeah several <laughs> several weeks yeah. ago. Like my brother Larry, he, he usually it's usually he's usually like two or three weeks behind. Okay. Ah, anyway, so uh, but that doesn't mean that Gaz and I can't give our opinions on on what we think. Uh, you know the the stuff that they're going to announce, and and just think you'll be able to know immediately. Just how very wrong we were. So we should be even funnier. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I kind of broke this into four bits. Um, the for sure is the stuff that, that we think is definitely going to happen. The, um, 
Ah, uh, now I can't find where I am. I lost my place. The maybes. The maybes. Thank you. The maybes. The no ways. And the and the sure wish they wouldas. So we're gonna start. <laughs> shoulda woulda coulda. Shoulda woulda couldas. We're gonna start off with the for sures, and, and this is probably this is this is like a a, a Michael Jordan dunk because you know what's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> iOS seven. Actually, actually, if this doesn't happen, it might be quite interesting. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if after all this build up, they were like. Yeah, well, you know, we wanted to show you stuff about iOS 7 and OS 10.9, but we wanted to show you instead this brand new version of the iPod Hi-Fi. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah. I interrupt you. So there's going to be uh, previews with most major new and updated features gone over uh, in excruciating detail. And uh, what, what? now what do you think they're gonna is going to be like some of the new stuff for OS 10, Gaz? Um. Really? Uh, I think there's going to be more integration between um, OS X and the iOS. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to be flattening the screen <laughs> on <laughs> OS X anymore. What I mean by that is I, I think they've realized that you've got to be able to link between the two systems a lot easier than can at the moment, i.e. things like dropping files into an area which can be picked up by your device rather than this ridiculous method where you have to go through iTunes yeah, yeah, and using a third-party app to be able to get files onto your system to locate them. I think there will be a lot more integration between um, their office software as well, you know, iWork. And, uh, um, yeah, I I just think there's going to be a lot more integration. As to new um, items within OS X itself, do you know what? Why don't why don't they integrate some sort of virtual box into it? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Well, what so, do you, you mean know, by that? Well, you know, their own version of para, parallels. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I guess. Well, to, in Apple's eyes, it, it's it's almost like the only other operating system worth mentioning is Windows, and then they've and they've got. Um, oh, oh, damn it! What? They've got what? Uh, the the program no. to put Windows on your Mac. Um, well, Parallels. No, 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 no. Apple's uh, version. Uh, you're, you're letting me hang in the wind here, aren't you? You know exactly <laughs> boot, what it is. Boot camp. Boot camp, yes. <laughs> Damn your eyes, boot camp. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose that. Or let's let's not call it um, um, a virtual box, but a way to easily... I mean, what would be absolutely dramatic? A way to easily run some Windows program on your Mac. Not that people want to do that. I'm sure there are quite a lot of people that want to do that, to be honest with you. But, you know, the purists in the Mac world are now getting their knives out and throwing them at me. <laughs> good thing. Good thing this is pre-recorded audio then. Yeah, because yeah, I can, yeah, I can then right see it coming, wall. and I can duck. <laughs> well, what I'd like to see now, I use a program called Total Finder, and yep. uh, what Total Finder gives me is tabs native oh, in the yeah, Finder. Yeah, you're you you're you're going so in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, and one of the things that makes a program like Total Finder just terrific is that instead of having like all these different finder windows open uh, I've got like one finder window with a tabbed interface kind of like you have with a web browser and I can pick a file from one of the tabs 
and then just drag it over to a different tab and, and, and drop it in there. It, and Total Finder makes that happen. I would love to see that natively. Yeah, in, I mean, I was having so much of a nightmare with Spotlight earlier today with, you know, the way it opened, sometimes it was in column view, and then um, sometimes I wanted to open it with the um, the quick view version, and then another window would open, it wouldn't be in the way I'd wanted it, and then my sidebar with the favorites and shared yep. wouldn't be in there when I opened, you know, a file, a, a, an application to, to run. And I was just getting so frustrated with it. Um, so, yeah, an improvement on Spotlight, I think, is heavily needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so dated, isn't it, really? What? The Finder? Spotlight. Oh. Yeah, Spotlight, Spotlight integrated with Finder, yes. Yeah. Finder. I, oh, yeah. I suppose I'm talking about Finder, yes. Uh, well, that, that's why I, like, um, that's why I like Total Finder, because Total Finder also gives you uh, Spotlight right there within your Finder window. What, what's funny here, though, is you've actually said, I think there could well be more integration with Siri uh, on the Mac, because you've, you've, you've mentioned it presumably for the um, iOS um, integration or something to do with iOS. I haven't read it yet. But talking to your computer, go and find that file for me. But that would be the problem, wouldn't it? And the computer would come back and say, well, which file? You'd say, you know that file that I was looking for the other day? It's under, <laughs> the other um, day, yeah. It's, un- it's under, um, 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 what's the- it's the folder which is under... Um, my blue. home folder in the documents folder I added a subfolder which was something to do with the insurance the Mac's going to say good night <laughs> <laughs> I'm Siri go to bed and go, ba- go to bed and come back when you can remember what the bloody file's called <laughs> <laughs> and that's just how she'll say it too the bloody file <laughs> I'm sorry what is wrong with you you're a very strange man and you do not deserve to know where that file is I'm keeping it hidden even if you could find it, I won't let you. Um, I'd also like to see uh, maps kind of built in because I sometimes I just get so tired of of having to open up, uh, you know, not so much open up a browser because I, I always have a browser open. I, actually, lately I've I've had and and this is weird. I've got both Chrome and Safari open on two different monitors, both <laughs> both with tabs. And sometimes I have to sit there, okay, now, did I open that in Safari in a tab, or did I open that in Chrome in a tab? It's like, what is wrong with me? You know, why not just pick one browser and stick to it? Anyway, so, yes, but that's that's what I think uh, we'll you, see you, for you, OS X. You feel dirty, though, don't you, when you're using Chrome? A little bit, a little bit, but I think that's why yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to iOS 7. Yeah, um, I would like to see a, a better way, like you were saying earlier, to share documents and information between trusted programs as current methods are either limited to uh, Wi-Fi, cell services, uh, like Dropbox. Uh, I, I'd like to see a limited documents content folder with ways to select, you know, because right now you select an application and then from the application you're selecting a document. Uh, I would like to see that reversed where you choose a document and then, you know, whatever, however you do it in iOS seven, it opens up uh, a little, a little window and shows you the different programs that you have on that device that can do something with that program or with that document. That's what I'd like to see. Also, well, a bit like uh, right clicking on your uh, file on the Mac and say, open with (laughs) exactly, exactly. Um, I'd also like to see multi-user logins to include uh, multiple mail accounts. 
Yeah, I, you know, that is one thing that I would still like. But do you know what? I don't think they're going to do that. I think they really see, even the iPad, I think Apple sees that sees these devices as individual devices. You know, but they don't see them as multiple user devices. And I just don't think they're going to do that. But I'm with you on that one, certainly. Yep. Um, improvements, please, God. To very to Apple's various cloud services, uh, iCloud has not really been an overwhelming successful story for Apple, and, and uh, very much like Mobile Me, uh, wasn't all that great at the beginnings of it. Uh, however, my experiences with iCloud haven't really been all that negative, so I look forward to uh, what they say they're going to fix that I didn't know was broken. <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen to you. What? The things you thought were fixed are now going to be broken. <laughs> They'll break those instead. Yeah, we're, we're going to make everybody else happy except Guy. He'll be yeah. angry. He'll be an angry guy. I agree. I agree with you on those. Though. The you know document and file thing. You know, trying to do I open that up in numbers? Did I did I have that file? Did I create a table in pages or did I create an actual table like I should have done in a spreadsheet in numbers? Right. But did I? But, but did I then copy the table from numbers over to where is that file? Will <laughs> Siri, you let me finish? Siri. Will you let me finish? <laughs> but as you know, especially with the iPad guy, I think the, it is becoming a bit of a business tool. I've, I see lots of people at work with iPhones and with sure. iPads more, you know, relevantly when it comes to you know writing documents and using documents. And I think it's fairly important because. People will have more and more documentation on those devices, and I don't care what anybody says. People like to organize those documents in yes. a method that they can remember themselves. Yes, and uh, also um, when, like, how many how many different photo manipulation apps do you have on hmm. your iPad? Hmm. You know, wouldn't it be hmm. nice where you know you've got one program that does one thing really well? And then another program that does something really well, be able to just select the picture, say open with this program, do the stuff that you want to do there, close it. Save it. Yeah. Select it with the other program, do the things that you want to do. And that's still kind of keeping it sandboxed because you aren't, you know, having it go from one program to another. It's basically you're going from, you know, you're taking a document and going from one app, closing that app, going into another app. All right, shall we move over to the maybes? Maybes. Maybe. Okay. Um, what I've got down here for number one is new MacBook Pros and MacBook Airs. And uh, I, I get the feeling that the, the MacBook Airs are going to be the new low-end laptops and the non-retina MacBook Pros will go away. I think MacBook Airs will come in at a lower price point and MacBook Pros will come down in price too. And this is MacBook Pros with a retina display but not at the same price as the last-gen non-Retina MacBook Pros. Do we think that um, um, WWDC-TF has become the, um, the... The TF is our bit, by the way, folks. <laughs> um, has become the new arena for Apple to uh, announce Mac hardware. Well, as compared to when they used to do it at the Macworld Expo? Well, not even that guy. I suppose, you know, having a separate event, you know, when was the last individually, when was the last big event to announce a new Mac? 
mm. that was that was not solely based on because they never do one thing; they'll always mix it up with a few things. But when was the, like the key? Well, the the, uh, the IMAX, <laughs> or you, you're not talking about you're talking about like a like brand new kind of new product yeah, segments well, later, yeah, to later in the update. year later later in the year they will they will come out with a keynote which will be about announcing the new iphone or a new ipad or a new ipad mini etc 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 and they might also in the side mention the max but i think wwdc has kind of become the arena where they can sell and push uh new um, hardware in the Mac arena. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that. I wouldn't disagree with that at all. And I agree with you about the. Uh, I think I tend to agree with you on the uh, the MacBook Pros, low end, uh, and the MacBook Airs. It will give a much bigger differentiation, won't it, between the MacBook yeah. Pro, you know, the Retina MacBook Pro and the MacBook Airs? Do you think they'll? I don't think we'll get MacBook Airs with Retina yet, though. No, not yet. I think um, it's too That's pricey right. right now. And well, it's only, I think it's battery life as well. Yeah, yeah. But when you, well, I mean, but think about you know how much more expensive the 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 Retina MacBook Pros True. are from True. from the other ones. And yeah, if you're going to spend it, if you're going to spend that kind of money on a MacBook Air, um, you know, you may as well just go up a little bit more and and get a MacBook Pro, which is going to give you you know better performance. Yeah, but it's not always about that. Some people, it it is about that weight, and it is about well, you that's know, true. True. Um, it is because it was for me when I used to have to carry two uh, laptops around with me. So the lighter mm. I could make both of them, the better off I was. So, so what do you think about? Yeah. What do you think about? Uh, do you think they'll announce new Mac Mac Pros? Wow, I think a lot of people are expecting them to. Whether they will or not, and whether they're ready to, because I think haven't Intel come out with some new um, processors. Yeah, well, but see now, now Apple's problem, of course, is when they announce like a, a new MacBook Pro, they almost always say, and it's available immediately because if the, if they say it'll be available in three months, the current sales for MacBook Pros tank. You know, and people say, well, why should I buy this MacBook Pro when the new one is coming out in three months? However, with the Mac Pros, it's a little bit different because it's been really really so long since there's been a, a significant upgrade well there's certainly not so any new yeah, MacBook not Pros europe. in europe <laughs> damn that EU. Sorry, did what's I wrong MacBook with pros? i meant mac pros yeah yeah no I, I knew what you meant i knew what you meant um i think we're, I, I, if they do release or when they do release a mac pro and whether it's at wwdc or not if the, if the macbook if the mac books aren't announced i certainly would expect a mac pro to be announced I, well, I, I think um, I think laptops are definitely going to be announced. Okay. I, I still put it in the maybes because you know I mean Apple was going to do what Apple's going to do. Um, but as far as a Mac Pro, did you not know they listened to us? So <laughs> yeah. you know, we've got to get this out pretty quick so they can do it. Yeah, Tim, yeah. Are, are, did you hear what I just said? New Mac Pros, sir. Thank you. Um, I would like to see them a lot smaller. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I mean, well, I'd love like having, a cube. no, no, not so much like a cube. I mean, I do enjoy have, cause I have a Mac pro and, and I like the fact that it's got four drive bays. Yeah. Uh, but honestly with as big as, you know, hard drives are getting these days, you know, there's three and four terabyte drives out there. I, I don't need 
as big a drives as yeah, I but, have in the past. You know, vi- video professionals do that, don't they? You know, they'll eat them. No, that's true. That's true. But at the same time, you know, what one of the things that that a, a new Mac Pro has to have is uh, Thunderbolts, Thunderbolt ports native to it, and that will take care of of a lot of the the problems that you know if if they took away some of the expandability because right now I think a Mac Pro has like what three PCIe I know, cards. I, people, slots. people do. I, people do go on about. Thunderbolt being the way around this problem. But do you want me to be honest with you? I don't think a lot of people like having wires and boxes hanging out the back of their machines. They like a neat um, solution. And having you know a Thunderbolt device tethered to your machine with another Thunderbolt device tethered off that Thunderbolt device yeah, that's is, not, is, is not pretty and it can end up in... Tears. It reminds it reminds me of the old SCSI days, you know, where you'd have yeah. like a chain yeah. of SCSI drives. Yeah, and yeah I mean, the, things were were fast as hell, especially compared to both Apple and and um, Intel based serial ports. But you know, Thunderbolt is still relatively new, so it's still and there's not it's, it's still not expensive. been that well supported, is it? There's not a lot of devices out there. Anyway, that that's in the maybes. So we're, right. we're hoping for that. A Mac Pro, so we'll we'll see. We'll right. See. So I'm looking for two drive bays, the ability to connect at least two monitors very easily, five or more USB three ports, Thunderbolt ports, and please just one more time with FireWire. And I can live without optical drives. I don't give a damn about optical drives. There are so few people that need them that if they do need them, they're cheap, and you throw it onto a USB port. Who cares? Quieter, faster, smaller. And I think that this is going to be the line made eventually in the U.S. Okay. Uh, next up, streaming music service. Do you think that, uh, th- that that's think, in the works? I think that's more than a maybe, to be honest with you. Really? I think that's, may- that's maybe a positive. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a positive? Yeah. <laughs> I- I've got a feeling. <clears throat> I just hope it's not this iRadio that they're going on about with ads. I really do hope it's not that. I don't mind paying for the service without ads. But see, ads. there's the problem, though. But if it's got ads in it, guy, it you may as well it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I tell you, uh, even though it's uh, you know linked up to iTunes and you can buy it, if it's got ads in it, people will be turned off by that. I think, I think the Spotify um, model works really well, and I know that my girls love using Spotify, and a lot of their friends do, um, and they don't mind paying the amount that they do uh, each month. But, well, if it's a subscription service, then I don't think there'll be ads. No, but that's, you know, I'm hearing a lot of noise about it being iRadio. Well, I've got a radio already in my car. <laughs> and we, you know, outside of America, certainly in the UK, we get some damn good radio without ads. So that's probably why I'm more against it than, than you know, perhaps you you. you Probably more used to it over there. Well, but you know, I've I've I'm really not. I've not. really tried to care about this. I've, can I just say th- there is a lot of radio over here with ads, which is also very good. And there's a lot of people shouting at me now, saying I listen to Heart FM and they've got ads, and you know it's a great station. What That's a four point nine on your FM dial, hey! <laughs> Today's weather um, and traffic and under eights coming right up. Sorry. <laughs> 
you just can't stop yourself. Can I you? can't. I can't. It, it's just now, the, it's the way you, my you, stupid mind works sometimes. You was you was gonna say you've tried to make yourself care because obviously yeah. you, you don't. No, I don't. Um, I, I think listening. I think streaming music is big, and paying a monthly subscription to get access to any song, and if they can pull it off to say, if you've got songs as well, you know, they 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 kind of tie it in with their iTunes match, then they've got one over a lot of the other services. Well, th- but see, there's the thing. I I don't think a a, a system like Beam. Let's face it. Where do people mostly listen to music? They listen to it in their cars while they're driving. And if if you have a service that you have to sit there and say, okay, I want to hear a song by, oh, let's go really ridiculous, Justin Bieber, and um, it has to be off of you know I, the I Love Justin album or you know, whatever the <laughs> the heck his albums are called. And I'm it really has to worried be this now. particular song. I'm really worried that you know about his albums. No, I well, I mean, I know of him as a recording, and I use the term very loosely, artist. Move um, on, move, move on. on, move on. I don't think that having a service where you pick the artists or the songs that you want to listen to while you're driving is going to work. And I think Apple is getting ready to go really, really big in uh, car audio. And um, I think the iRadio service, if it if it does happen, will be subscription based. Uh, it won't be ads, and it'll be kind of similar. Not so much w- with what other people are doing, other than like maybe satellite radio, where you have all these different genres, very easy to pick from, and it uses the music that you already have to kind of make a determination on what else you might want to hear. Because that's what Spotify doesn't have is access to what you already have. You know, I mean, they've been building these genius lists through iTunes said, in a long time. Then? Yeah, but I said it better. <laughs> you said it longer. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, um, let's move over to let's move over to the no ways. Okay, um, no way. New iPhones or iPads? I don't think so. I don't think they're going to do it. Not, not, right. not WWDC. Well, okay, well, I, I agree with you. And I can hear everybody now go, boo, hiss, boo, we want more controversy. So, yes, I think we're going to get new iPhones in <laughs> five minutes. And it's going to be a 15-inch model with, with 10 gazillion... And here's why. Okay. WWDCTF is more about the iOS than the uh, OS ten operating yes. system. So... Why highlight all those old fuddy-duddy trucky Macs? You've got to be up with the kids, man. You've got to, you've got to start selling new iPhones and new iPads. Hey, so let, me, let me tell you something, Sonny. I, <laughs> I think you're wrong. I don't think it's going to happen that way at all. People want more Macs. That's what they want. They want Macs. Yeah, Macs. Yeah, get off my line. Uh, who's, on, uh, who's on three? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, moving What's to the two? <laughs> first base. <laughs> uh, this is the sure wish they would's. Uh, I would love to see new versions of uh, the iWork suite, which hasn't been updated since I think 11, 2011. And iLife hasn't had a, a major update, I think, since what, 2009? I mean, four years? Or have I, I got say, that wrong? All I, all I can say to you on that score is. Hallelujah! If they do, yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, it's well, well past time. And Gaz, I think that's it for WWDCTF. 
Unless you got <laughs> something else. No, I think I've had enough. Okay, get us out of here. Okay, everybody, would you please stand by to stand by? Because Guy and I will be right back. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. Fastest way to find and learn how to skip or unsubscribe to podcasts. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast. And we're talking really fast now because we've got to get through this really quickly because we've been running really long and it's going to go on and on and on and on and on. Are you naughty? So, I am. Hit it. Gases tips. Gases tips. Gases tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Do you find yourself incorrectly spelling some words and the spell check doesn't pick them up? Or do you find yourself writing an abbreviation but would prefer the full correct wording? Well, without any third-party software, Mac OS X has a place where you can set these up. Just go into the system preferences, then into language and text, and on the left-hand side, you should see an area that most likely already has some shortcuts in there. At the bottom, you'll see a plus sign. Press that and then add in the replace field the word that is often misspelt and doesn't get corrected. And in the with field, the correctly spelt word. Oh, and so then every time... Sorry, sorry, go on. I was going to say, so you have to put in the way that it's often misspelt and then... The way it's actually spelled in the other column? Yeah. It's something, you know, like, let, let, let me give you a really bad example. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what this show is all about. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> bad example. Bad example radio. The MyMac.com podcast. This is a text speak one. Spelling great. G-R-8-T. That's oh. the number eight, right? Yes. Well, you know, if you got into a sequence of writing that on your Mac... You could do it so it automatically spells it correctly. Or if you often write shoulder without a U, you know, although the Mitchell spelled, but yeah, it's a spell check will pick some of those up. But I'm sure everybody's got a few words which they spell out and they find themselves, you know, it's not being corrected because it kind of picks it up as being correct. Um, so, you know, we, we've got the way to do that or or if you want to put some abbreviations in there anyway, so that you could put in uh, into it, uh, and let me just correct myself here, in under language and text, you then have to click on the tab text. But in there, when you press the plus sign, you could put an abbreviation, for example. Um, like if you often responded to somebody in an email, you could put, you know, H, J, G. Which stands for hi, John. It's Gaz here again with, you know, you can put anything in there. It doesn't matter. It, you know, there There's are, actually a program that does that, isn't there? Did you not listen to me, Guy? Yes. <laughs> I did. 
I said, well, without any third-party ah. software, Mac OS X is a place where you can set these up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you see, I have this, this great love of Parmesan cheese, and I often write about it. But then when I, when I try to write great, G-R-E-A-T, it keeps putting G-R-A-T-E. <laughs> so what do I do about that for my love of Parmesan cheese? Well, if you put uh, G and then forward slash... That will spell it and then put the correct spelling or the spelling that you want in. Then that will always come up with the spelling that you want. And then if you put G backslash, you could spell it the other way. And it looks. <laughs> so my love of Parmesan cheese is saved. It is. I'm nodding my head to get ah, okay. out of this section. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. With grated cheese. Oh, dear. I don't think I'm ever going to do a tip again. <laughs> well, you know, one other... Now, we've been pretty much, well, as, as much in sync as, as we ever are on this show. And I, I find it, it fascinating that both of us have selected uh, video-type apps for our, our app picks. That's <laughs> weird, isn't it? It is weird. And we didn't even talk. No, we didn't. And we don't. That, we don't. that's kind of a lead-in for you to talk about your app. Oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> that's me running away. Okay, so this you can find in the Mac App Store, uh, and it is called Time-Lapse. Um, it's from uh, Vorschau, that's V-O-R-S-C-H-A-U, uh, which I'm probably pronouncing correctly. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, basically you can dump a load of images into here, and you can then set up um, those images to be, you know, if they're time-lapsed images, uh, to be made into a movie. And you've got various settings uh, uh, able to deal with the frame rate. Um, there's all sorts of stuff in there. It'll take the type that you're putting in there. You can change the quality. And it gives you uh, the length that it's going to uh, create uh, the movie into. And it also gives you an idea of how long it's going to take to create that movie. And it's pretty quick. It is pretty quick. It's a damn sight quicker than uh, using iMovie if you want to try and dump a load of photos into there and do that. And it, <laughs> it, but probably about the same time as QuickTime, but it gives you just a little bit. It just seemed to do a better job than QuickTime for me, and it creates a, a .mov movie. Uh, it costs two pounds ninety nine, so it's probably three or four dollars. So you've got to you've got to want to use this uh, particular app. But uh, as I'm going down that route, uh, and as it um, uh, made my life a little bit easier to send off a move to someone else. Uh, I used it earlier today and was quite happy with it. And I think it does a few other things as well, which I've not had full time to investigate on. But it did the one job that I needed it to do, and it did it well. Great. And you said that's what two ninety nine at the or two pounds ninety nine. Two pounds ninety nine. So it probably could well be four ninety nine dollars, something like that. And okay. that's in the Mac App Store, of course. And uh, my pick this week is called Video Editor Pro. It's from DFAV, the, I'm sorry, it's from the DFAV team. It's $29.99 at the Mac App Store. It's a nice, uh, easy-to-use editor with multiple video and audio track support. Uh, transitions, transitions and edits and imports a lot of different file formats so that you might not need that video converter. You can add your own text and your own audio after the fact as well as adding still images. 
it has some effects, but that's not really its strong suit. Um, it doesn't use keyframes. So if you like to do certain tricks with video where you swing it around or you want to make it, you know, one part of the video smaller in, in one screen than, you know, a different video on a different part of the screen, you can still do it, but it's not as easy. And instead of that, that nice smooth motion that you can get with keyframes, it's going to be like from here to there immediately. And no, not much you can do about that. But if if you're looking to do those kinds of tricks, you're you're not going to use something like Video Edit Pro. You're going to go to either Adobe's Premiere Line or Final Cut X, both of which are very much more expensive than this. And that's my app pick this week. Cool, man. Cool. Well, I'm jumping. I'm not going to use the pick that we were going to use this week, <laughs> um, mainly because it's all a load of letters, although I do know what it is, actually. But we're going to pull that next week. I'm going to pull one which actually came to me via my because uh, i'm i've got comments available on my gasmas.com website and i actually had a comment from somebody called paloma so if you're listening paloma i hope you're listening to this and you didn't just randomly tell me about this on my website um <laughs> he says for dvd ripping i always use app geeker uh and he's given us a link to that particular um oh, application which is rip dvd to mov and it's for the mac we'll put the link in the show notes and he says it's easy to use so that's this week's people's pick and i can't find it okay i will look at i was gonna look at the uh i was gonna look at that good well there you go you have a look at it i will but i I won't do it now because people will get bored while i sit there and and read the words like (laughs) okay yeah and i'll and i'll sit again (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, no new iTunes reviews this week. Uh, Facebook is still at 131, or at least it was last time I checked. I had to brush away the cobwebs, um, but we're still at 100. <laughs> we're still at 131 likes on Facebook. Uh, Google Plus is really the place to go for interaction with Gaz and myself and, and yeah, go all on, the go, crazy people over there. Go over and uh, have a look at that link that I posted to YouTube um, for that video. Yep. It's, and it's they're, they're few, cool videos. It's had a few comments, actually. I'm quite quite pleased. I, the one thing I would like to have done was, was create a higher quality video, but I was just using a webcam, folks, on that video that's in Google+. It was just a webcam which was linked up to my computer at the time. Yep. It wasn't anything more complicated, although that was probably quite complicated, especially with now, these days, with the Go, you know, the likes of the GoPro. Uh, yeah, which is, which is apparently really easy to use. Well, it, it is easy <laughs> to use, except, except, yeah. except, and here's the except, that webcam was connected to my Mac, which had lots of memory, and it ran for eight or possibly eight or nine hours. Mm. No GoPro can do that unless you've got it linked up to a machine right. you know, to well, keep it powered up, and then you've got to have a big enough SD card to be able to do that. Yeah, well. oh, God, yeah. yeah. Well, wait, I think there's a setting in the GoPro where you could have it almost act like a webcam where it's going to dump it right into your computer instead of the internet. Well, memory. if there is, then I'm going to be all over it like a, like a rash. Okay. <laughs> I'll, have, um, I'll have to dig for that now, now you've said that. Uh, well, I'm not sure, but you can let us know. and We can do another commercial for GoPro next week. Of course, it hasn't all been good, so... No, like, no, it hasn't all been good so far. Yeah, so I don't think there'll be a sponsor anytime soon. 
Uh, no new iTunes reviews, please. If you get the chance, uh, write an iTunes review for us for the My Mac podcast. It really helps out the show. And if you do so, I will send you this amazing thing called a Wooty. Not, not it, only not only does it help the show, which it really does, it also yeah. boosts our ego. Oh, and that's the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you do write an iTunes review and you would like to let me know that you wrote an iTunes review because most of the names in the iTunes review I don't recognize, please send me an email to guy at mymac.com or let me know on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash Mac parrot. That's a that's an abbreviated parrot. Uh, Gaz, if they wanted to get a hold of you, how could they do so? Send an email to Gaz at mymac.com, G-A-Z at mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-Z. You can also contact both guys and I at twitter.com forward slash G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. That's why. Oh, no. Is only one Z, for heaven's sake. You've got Z crazy. I am... I am Definitely you know listening there used to, to Led Zeppelin. There used to be a program in the UK back in the 60s called Zed Cars. Um, now that I know that, I'll have to go and find it. No, it was rubbish. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, actually, no, at the time, it was it was a very popular program, but it, it's very dated. <laughs> really? <laughs> Uh, if, if you wanted to contact Fearless Leader Tim, who would then let us know that you sent him an email to forward on to us, which, which you could have just as easily done by sending it directly to our, our mymac.com uh, email addresses. That would be feedback at mymac.com. And if you need a pizza or chicken wings... Or you'd like to let us know something about the that you know you've listened to on the mymac.com podcast that you enjoyed or didn't enjoy, but mostly for the pizza and chicken wings. You can contact us also outside of the U.S. at put. Make sure you put a plus one in. If you're in the U.S., it's seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Guess that number for pizza again is plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Do you know the amount of times I thought, why are we giving this extra feedback? <laughs> 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 Saying it can go to Fearless Leader, who will always forward it to us anyway. <laughs> uh, because it's what we do. Unless you tell him that you don't want him to forward it to us, mm, of course. Mm. If you have something to tell him on the sly. Mm. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. You know, Gaz, I think I, I got it before oh, you could. No! This is the best show that oh, we've ever done and that done. we're good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like us. Noi suntem missi, suntem tuni, suntem un pic luni. Si cu acest podcast ne invedez iPhone. And, uh... Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. 
I was reading, we're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little, and then I saw the bit below it. Yeah. You are probably wondering what that was. I translated it into something else. Yeah. Well, yes, I assume you did it that way around. <laughs> Actually, I started with the, the translated bit and then realized that it said that stuff in English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure I did. So what language was that? Oh, honestly, I don't even remember now. <laughs> oh, come on. It's, I think it was something, well, I mean, just based on where it says C with the little weird mark on the bottom. Google Translate. Here we go. Oh, you can do that the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> I you know you skull. can. You numbskull. But I'm trying to get it so it actually, tell me, Romanian. Yes. Yeah, I knew it was Eastern Europe. We're young, we're loony. We're a little lo- toony. Sorry, we're young, we're toony. <laughs> we're tiny. We're tiny, says, we're toony. We're, we're all a little oh, loony. And with this podcast, we're invading your iPhone. It's, well, you never it's saw a, Tiny Toon Adventures, did you? No. Okay. But that, that's what that's from. I will accept the part about the we're iPhone. We're a little loony. And with this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. There was... <laughs> I, do you remember... Oh, it was a couple of weeks ago. I got into like this, this weird G plus community talk. I don't remember who it was with now, but we suddenly went off into Klingon. Yes. And, uh, I had written out this thing in English and you couldn't do it through, through translate dot Google. You had to go to Bing because Bing has a Klingon translator. So <laughs> yeah, you see this, this is Microsoft saying, yeah, we're hip. We have a Klingon yeah. translator. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I wrote all this stuff out in, in English, and then I had it translated into not just Klingon, but high Klingon. Oh, right. Oh. And, then, and then posted that, and the guy comes back to me, and he's like, uh, yeah, right. Because, and then I thought about it. I was like, well, wait a second. So I copied it, and I put it back into Bing to translate it back into English. It didn't look anything. I mean, it was just weird. I can't even describe I'd have to go and look, but I mean, it was just this weird thing that was kind of semi-sexual in I, nature. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, th- yeah, perhaps perhaps that, or 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 he'd used Google Translate and it came up with something totally different. That's yeah. what I thought he was going to say. Well, it came out saying "noi suntem Mickey, suntem Tony, suntem un pic Looney," and he was like, "That doesn't sound like Klingon at all." Kapla. <laughs> <laughs> Kaplunk. 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 Ah. All right, I'm going to stop recording. Oh, dear.